0: Hello, hello, this is Amy Bakes, and I am your host for the Dating Go To Guide. Here we talk about how to have happy, healthy relationships. Tune in to find out more. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dating Go-To Guide. Today we are going to be talking about finances and joining with me is Bonnie Bakes who also happens to be my mom. So the reason why I asked my mom to join me today is because my mom and my dad have been extraordinarily good with communicating about finances during their marriage. And I think that's a really important skill that we all need to learn. So I wanted to hear about some of their tips and tricks that they've done throughout their 28 years of marriage. And at first it was just my mom, but later my dad joined us and it was entertaining to say the least. So you're not gonna wanna miss it. Stay tuned to find out more. So it's the the third leading cause of divorce is actually finances. And you are probably the best person to talk to about this because you've been married for 28 years and you and dad have great communication about finances and all that sort of sort of thing. So what are some things that have helped you financially in your marriage?
1: Well, we discuss it a lot. We talk about finances a lot, and it helps that we are on the same page and what we believe about saving and spending money.
0: How did you guys know you were on the same page? So, like you said, you discussed it a lot when you were dating, and what kind of things. Did, did you notice in his spending habits that he was frugal as well? Did he notice in your spending habits that you were frugal?
1: Yes, I had no money, so I spent no money. <laughs> he had some money, but he watched how he spent
0: it. So, yeah, he noticed that you didn't go above, him, above. above your means.
1: Yes, and I think we talked about um, neither one of us had credit card debt. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any debt. He paid through it for his own college and didn't have debt. I had a little bit of debt and we've discussed that. Was that an issue for him? Um, It wasn't a high debt, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. It's something he had cash
0: for. Okay, so when you have had um, financial struggles, when things were tight, how did you guys go about that? When we first
1: got married, we bought a house, and so that changed. He'd been used to, he'd been used to, um, he was used to, <laughs> He was used to having more money. Yeah, he had the money and, um, I was going to school still and he had a job. And so it put a little bit of stress with the mortgage. And So it was kind of a little bit touchy about how to do the finances. He thought he would pay everything because he was used to it. Mm -hmm. They give me an allowance and that didn't fly no I didn't feel that that was a marriage yeah that I had an equal say uh-huh. in how things were done so
0: you're like got
1: so that was a little bit tense there that those discussions but it we worked it out that I kept the checkbook and I paid the bills uh-huh. and then he would so he knew what was going on he balanced the checkbook Mm-hmm. Weekly, so then we both knew how much money there was, so that it was easier to know. Hey, we don't have the money to spend, and we talked about how we would spend what money we had. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, one thing that dad always told me uh, growing up that you guys have definitely implemented in your marriage is don't spend more than you make. And I feel like if couples were to implement that, that that would really save a lot of heartache. But um, so I came across this article called 10 Ways to Prevent Money from Ruining Your Marriage. And I agree with a lot of the points that it covered. So the first one that it covered was don't set yourself up for failure. Uh, So what it was saying with that point is don't go into your marriage with a ton of debt from the wedding or from the wedding ring. Um, Make sure that you have a wedding ceremony within your means. Do you feel like you guys were able to do that? And uh, what are your thoughts on that? like not setting yourself up for failure.
1: Yeah, I think that's really important. And once you've been married a while, the reception seems kind of silly that you spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. And we didn't spend a lot of money. We had family help us and yeah. we didn't spend a lot of money on well, reception.
0: Well, even then, I, I know you guys have even talked about now where you say, I wish we didn't have one. <laughs> yeah. <my> dad <laughs> offers to pay us a couple thousand
1: dollars and not have a reception. And now it's like, yeah, we should have taken the we money. Should've. That would have bought us a couch. (laughs)
0: which you didn't have one for a while,
1: didn't you? We put off buying furniture for a really long time Mm -hmm. until we had saved up the money to buy it because you're always going to want stuff. If you go out and put it on credit or whatever, you're still going to want more stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you get all this money that you can't pay off and you have this stuff. But it doesn't really mean so much to you. But if you put it off and you buy it when you can, you get what you want, I think you get more satisfaction mm-hmm. because you're like, Oh, well, I've been waiting for this for so long. Yeah. And really, you can sit on a folding chair just or on the floor. It does the trick, right? Yeah. You don't have to. And, you
0: know, I wanted curtains and I wanted all this. Some, you know, we had to get some cheap lines for privacy. But Yeah. And I also remember growing up, we would. Often we would do things in small steps, like if you wanted a kitchen, we would save up for a long time and then eventually we got the kitchen, but we didn't get everything all at once. Like yeah, I think that's something that you and dad did really well is that you did things in small increments. So another point that they brought up in the article was to discuss your demons. And by that, it meant discuss the debt you did have, which you mentioned um, you did before you got married. Um, The the little debt that you had, you discussed that with dad. What difference do you think it would have made had you not discussed that with him and you just gone into the marriage?
1: Yeah, he would have been a little bit upset about why didn't you tell me this?
0: Yeah. And even if, it, even though it wasn't much, it definitely would have like shaken the trust, don't you think?
1: Oh, I think so. I think you have to be very upfront because you're going into a marriage. You have to trust each other. Yeah. And that, you know, would seem like a blindsiding, like
0: you just tricked me. Yeah. Sort of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And to marrying you. Because I think
1: if you have a lot of debt, the other person needs to know mm-hmm. because it's not like you just share the money, you share the debt. Right. Yeah. And so I think it's very, important for trust issues and for good marriage to be upfront with those
0: things. I agree. Another point that came up that I really thought was a, a good point was understand your partner's money mindset. And you mentioned that as well. That you and Dad had this same mindset. Um and what would you what do you think you would have done had you not had the mindset? I know we were kind of talking about this before and you said that you almost feel like it might not have worked. Do you think that you could, if two people didn't have the same mindset about money, do you think that they could make it work?
1: I think so, but I think it would take a lot of communication and a lot of compromise and a lot of openness about it. Mm -hmm. What Tom's really good about is, okay, I bought a gun. You should get something of equal value. And I see in a lot of relationships, people aren't like that, Mm -hmm. that one person thinks that you know, well, I earn the money so I can spend it the way I want.
0: Not being greedy.
1: Yeah. And it's not equitable and thinking about sometimes, you know, it's like, go ahead and buy your gun. There's not something big I want right now, Mm -hmm. but it's good to know that, okay, you can get something of equal value because I spent this and, Mm -hmm. but there were times that we didn't have that money. So nobody got Mm -hmm. the big.
0: Yeah. And that brings up a really great point. So a lot of people, a, a lot of moms stay at home and so they don't bring home any income and so I feel that sometimes when a, a spouse isn't making the income they don't feel equal with the money and so do you feel equal do you feel like that's something that you guys have done well where you feel that it's our money it's not like Tom's money because he made all the money but it's your money yeah there's a lot of that
1: going in at the first you know when you first come in, I didn't have a lot to bring to the pot and he had all the money but you know as children come along and you save money for you know you're not paying for daycare and stuff because you're staying home and, and you know you're budgeting you're cooking meals so I felt that way I feel like I contribute
0: mm-hmm.
1: to this so I feel yeah now after 28 years it feels like poverty.
0: yeah was it so it was difficult at first yeah just like adjusting to that. Because that's one thing that I personally fear for when I go into marriage, that I won't feel that I'm bringing anything to the table. But um, And 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 I'm also scared that my husband won't treat it as if it's our money. So do you feel like that's something that I'll need to discuss? Yeah, I think you need to
1: make sure they feel about that. I know Tom has always been very good about that and hasn't felt that it's... Or Pick
0: funny. up the devil. He's <laughs> home. He's home. We're going to do this. And <laughs> we can just edit that out.
1: <laughs> so um, yeah, it's, he's seems awkward now. So okay. he, it's very good about like the Emily
0: of it. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dad. How are you? So right now, me and Mom are doing a podcast. on... <laughs> um relationship stuff because that's what my podcast is about and we're doing particularly about finances and how you and mom have done a good job about that you feel like it's your money
2: or it's our money it's
0: our money even though (laughs) you make the money
2: yeah that's kind of what it is yeah (laughs) that's why it's one account
0: So I have a question for you, Dad. So, um, what? So, going into getting married, um, was that like one of the most important things for you? Was like well, if she much- was. Uh,
2: if I thought if she was reckless with money, she'd be out. That, was, like, <laughs> a, that would have been a thing.
0: How could you tell I wasn't reckless with money?
2: Um, you weren't. In- Well, you were in debt, but not, but
1: not.
0: See, that's something I didn't know. You guys never told me that mom was in debt. When you guys, well, not that much debt. Eighteen, or was it a
1: couple grand? I thought it was eighteen hundred. Something like that.
0: But so it was good. It worked because you knew about it, right? Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't too big of a deal breaker because you like communicated about that. And
2: I, I remember when I bought a ring. And people you wanted well, there's a ring with two diamonds, and she's not into really stuff. Mm-hmm. But when they dropped this case, okay, so Gary Clark's dad had gone to South Africa and had a diamond. Right. And so we we got a diamond. I like about a half carat to me is about the right size. you get, to get uh-huh. bigger, then you can't put your hand in your pocket. Yeah, right? it's just in the her. way. It's just in the way. Uh huh. When we dropped it in, it had two triangular fifteen point diamonds on either side. Uh-huh. And it was just glass and it was sparkled like nothing.
1: Yeah.
2: and uh, what do you think of this? But I was like, Oh and I'm like, Well how much you want for it? You know, they're like the, the diamond was like oh, at the time had eight hundred bucks, something like that. And mm-hmm. they wanted like two thousand for the know, for the two others in the setting. I was like, Ah, no. Yeah, no. Well yes, so yeah. I got
1: mad. But I didn't
0: beg for it.
2: No. It was, so we've always, I've always said she has two diamonds coming to go on either side of that one that she has. I've always thought emeralds look pretty.
0: Was that kind of telling of Mom's personality that she did? Yeah, she didn't beg. She didn't beg. She no. always says she wanted to, but she <laughs> didn't.
2: You <laughs> could see the eyes like, oh, that's so pretty. As it was, she had a diamond bigger than everybody else in her family's, and you know that kind of thing. So it was kind of like, you
0: know. So something else that we. I had always
2: thought see. she was pretty spoiled at the time, you know. Yeah. Like like all oh, she needed to just come in with just a handful.
0: Of, well, what really matters is I like, sitting the house.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or even to that day, there's other sisters sitting at it, like, wow.
0: So, how did you? So, m- Mom kind of told her side of this, but like, how did you handle? How, how did you feel about like having wants and stuff? Like, was it okay to like?
2: You know. I had saved money for a house, Mm -hmm. right? A lot, you know, so I, and I got the house, Mm -hmm. But The house was something I had. Right. And so other wants, I found when I was single, that you just tend to fill your closets up with stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it was better to buy something that you really, really wanted that you had to save for a while. Because if you just went out and bought stuff, pretty soon you have closets, you know, cargo containers of stuff that you don't really like.
0: You don't even know you have it. Yeah, so it's important to be intentional.
2: Yes, and by quality. Mm -hmm. It was really important. It was better to have one hunting rifle that was really nice that all your friends and nod over than have 16 that nobody would even give a passing look at. Yeah.
0: Was that something that you talked to mom about?
2: about I do, and then I talked about how it was when you bought something, it wasn't a thing that made you happy. It was getting the thing that made you happy. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Remember, so I used to buy stuff online. And order it so it'd be in the mail. So I had this thing coming longer. Right. And that was more of a joy than having the thing in the first place. Right. So just going out and buying something, you have an instant pleasure. It's buying stuff that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. It's getting
0: stuff that you don't have. Oh I got and well, which, we agreed that we wouldn't go into credit card
1: debt
2: yeah
0: like before that. getting married you yeah. had discussed that no. like a hey, credit card debt no go yeah we
2: don't we, we don't, don't, carry don't about we it. don't
0: participate in that
2: well we were getting money back and all kinds of stuff i think that's what we we're trying to get money back. Oh.
1: yeah we purchased a card got a card where you get one percent back mm-hmm. and so we would pay off Oops, i don't know if we did it as much that as we do now because we have.
2: But we always paid it off. Yeah, we always yeah.
1: paid it off. So, Except one time I made a mistake and it transposed, was awful, like three
2: cents transposed
1: my numbers and did 32 rather than,
2: 23
1: yeah, like maybe 35
0: instead of 53 or something and got a $20 surcharge.
2: For the for the three cents that we didn't qualify. Was
0: that like kind of a, a trial well, for
2: you <laughs> Well, the things that a trial was no, for I me, to, was uh, th- what really bothered me was when I get a ticket because it costs like a hundred, you're, you're, you're just throwing did you away. Did you get a
0: ticket?
2: I've gotten three, oh. and it like got, got it's, it's like throwing money away. How many have I got some
1: It's like throwing money away, right? And it's
2: like, I don't have, this is when I was going on company business travel and sleeping in the car, you know, mm-hmm. to, to save on, cause they would give me the hotel per diem. Yeah. And so a hundred dollars is thrown away was a whole night in the truck.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, and so that was a big it's deal
1: about frugal he would sleep in his truck rather than a motel room <laughs> and save take, the
2: a, money. take a bowl with me and buy cereal at the store and a gallon of milk put a gallon of milk in the sink fill it with ice from the, the vending machine from the, and then have cereal for every meal dang
0: and that's where I got it from
2: I'm tight tight, tight 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 another question tied, that
0: I have so do you think it's important to be how would you it so do you think it's important to be open about everything you buy and
2: Yeah, you got to kind of know what's yeah, where the going. So, I don't really know where the money's going. I don't see the visa bill. But that's something I would yeah, like to know. But just don't, if
0: mom were secretive about that, like but
2: that's the problem with me, is I'm just out of touch. The only thing I see is the balances. Yeah, so if the balances shift, it's kind of like what's going on, but I don't know where any of the money's being spent. But I'm you guys really, have
0: always been open, right? Well, kind of,
2: yeah, I, say, yeah. I just don't know because <laughs> I don't know what our, our insurance costs, yeah. I don't know what
1: because well, that's bad because I don't know that either because it just comes automatically out of our. I business. used to
2: know. Oh, and, uh Well, and see, well, for example, this is what's bad about that. I made a mistake when I tried to lock our credit, uh-huh. and I thought we locked our credit, and what I did was right. pay for a $20 a month thing that I didn't even want. But I thought I'd locked a credit.
1: But I kept asking you what this was. And I
2: so I didn't know. <laughs> and I couldn't I never saw the bills. He What's just twenty dollars? I thought, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Every month, you know, for like a couple three years I paid for some service that I didn't want. <laughs> and I thought I'd locked a credit and so, I, I didn't know. Okay. I them. guess
0: that's where like communication comes in, right? I guess I could print out the thing, but you could go on there.
1: and
2: see I just don't have a get on anyway, so I just don't know what we spend our money on. How yeah. much gas I used to know how much money we spent on gas a month. I don't know how much money we Yeah. I used to know how our insurance our car insurance used to come every six months. Now we pay it every month. Uh-huh. I don't know what our phone bill is. I used to know. I don't yeah, know.
0: Yeah. But um, you have the most important thing is that you guys I can have see my series go like right. this.
2: And so as long as it's going like that, it's like doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. I, I mentioned pissed. I mentioned before that something that you've always talked about like growing up was that it's important to make more than you spend. And so, as yeah, people, yeah. you guys have always lived like that, like my whole life, and
2: like you taught me to look like that as well. So I don't know. I think that's a big one because that's what well, most people fight over: money. I'm mm-hmm. gonna um, You know, they're still. We both have the. We have food storage. We should need six months' supply. You, mm-hmm. know, to, you know, so right now I'm seeing people at work panicked. You know, they're yeah. in the debt up to their eyebrows. Yeah,
0: because the coronavirus.
2: Yeah, and what happens if they don't get their paycheck? Mm-hmm. What happens if you know what? Oh, it's like I guess I can retire. Yeah, one of the engineers at Walsh goes, You know, we were talking about hiring you. You know, the company was going, kind of
1: like, oh. There you go. Yeah. You think right you're getting your pension? Now, you pension yet?
2: Oh, yeah. I know. Here's how my pension works mm-hmm. I get 1.2 percent for every year I work, and that's from 2001. So, right now, I have worked 19 years. Mm-hmm. So I don't get the time when I started INL, but when I stopped working for Argon and went to, to back. Yeah. So 1.2 times, let's say 20 is 24%. So 24% of my salary, the last three years average in the last three years of my salary, which is around 120,000 a year. So I'll get about 30,000 a year. Now I don't get the full amount until I'm 62. Yeah, every year less than 62, I subtract seven percent mm-hmm. of that number off. So, right now, I'm three years away from 62. Yeah, right, so I'd have to so come August, I'd have to subtract uh 21 of that other. So, I don't want to quit certainly before 62 because at 62 I get 100 percent of the pension. So, by then, I'd have three, I'd be getting about 37,000. 37, I'm hoping to get about 25,000 from Social Security.
0: Yeah. So, so when you were 60,000, so I'd be
2: making about as much as Terry doing nothing. And then I have a, a shhh. Right now, I have $880,000 in my 401k. We have 990 but the good news is, Andrew Trusty said, "How much did you lose when this market crashed?" I said, "About ten percent," and he about cried because I don't know how much I lost, but it was more than ten. I can tell you that right now. Dang, that's crazy. But I bought stock, so when the market recovers. I'll have more than nine nine.
0: And you guys both agreed, I, yeah, like it, with like stock and even you mentioned before with food storage. You guys agreed that that's something that you guys wanted to spend your money with, right? Because food storage is kind of expensive, right? It can
2: be. But the, you know now.
0: Well, we did it forward. like in small
1: increments. Uh
2: huh. It, it's funny because I can remember we'd go to the Bishop's storehouse and we'd spend just over a hundred dollars, and now it's like three hundred dollars. We spent, you know. And it's the same amount of stuff. It's like, we've been minus stuff for a long But you
0: know, I'm sure now you're grateful, right?
1: Especially
2: well, with what's now, now. Right now with the coronavirus, everybody's paying. Everybody's
1: freaking out, and I'm just not. I, I don't, don't have owe the... anybody money. I don't have, I just have my utilities that have to be paid. And if I had to, I would cancel my phone, cancel the internet.
2: And yeah, we have enough money. We have at least six months.
1: We could live on our savings.
2: Yeah. When I hit 59 and a half, I have. And a half. That's the rule. I'm That's the
0: rule, really? Fifty nine and a, half. a year
2: from now I can draw my pension. Uh-huh. You know, so the my four hundred one K I can draw on it if I need to.
0: Without yeah. penalty. Without
2: penalty. Okay. And so I have a, a Roth IRA account, which has got a hundred, maybe 200000 in it, and that becomes just a checkbook because mm-hmm. I've already paid the tax.
1: And that's another thing is we discuss these things all the time.
2: Yeah, it's no, everybody kind of, we kind of know what's.
1: We know what's going on. It's not like when he moves the money or something, I'm not surprised or I don't know where money
0: is. Yeah. We discuss this. So before you guys got married, was that something that was really important? you dad like finances because I know your parents kind of struggled
2: my parents do goofy things my dad (laughs) did weird stuff with money and I used to think my dad was so smart with investing I just Mm -hmm. thought he did really smart but I did see that sparkle things. Made just he kind of lost his mind when something sparkled. Isn't
0: that wonderful? Like, <laughs> when something sparkles.
1: <laughs> okay. China, China. China, China crystal. You're right. They're... All that stuff he bought. It wasn't grandma's. Yeah. That doesn't
2: do much for me. I'm kind of more like mom. Real practical. You know. I like. Um, don't get me wrong. I I I dream of living in the 18 or 1790s. You know. I think like I don't need
0: brick and rock. Brick
2: and rock and a fireplace and cast mm-hmm. iron and walls and you know that I like that I like an orchard and I like having bees and I like you know I don't need a Lamborghini I don't even know what to do with a Lamborghini
0: <laughs> I don't want to drive it I don't want to drive crashed it, it? <laughs>
2: yeah It'd take me out uh, exactly I'd be for one second I'd be dead and it would happen sooner or mm-hmm. later so I don't know you know people oh my dream car you know who my dream car is you know have any guess
0: mm. oh I
2: feel like I know this, Mom. Do you? Well, it's been changing recently. Well, no, I mean, I want to buy. I mean, not <laughs> on planet, but my dream car.
1: Fifty-two Chevy pickup,
2: I don't know. You're close. <laughs> like a 1951, 61 Willys pickup, 4 wheel drive. That is my dream car.
0: Uh, I've it's always not liked old fancy. cars too. It's
2: not. Like it's on-, on my Pinterest. you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I mean,
2: that is my dream car.
1: We <laughs> used to have, when we were first married... This is
2: not the car I'd want, but...
1: When we first married, we had five-year plans. With money? Well, for, where I want to be in times, my life. Well, and a lot of times it was financial. Like where... Right. So, yeah, the delayed gratification was a huge thing he yeah. always... What's the word? Spouted? Delayed gratification. Yeah, delayed gratification. Oh, so right. if we couldn't afford it, we didn't buy it. Yeah. Because it's never going to be worth enough. Did you guys ever
0: take yes. balloons out?
2: The worst thing I think I've ever done. Financially. Right, we had, um, do we buy a new kitchen or change the furnace?
0: I really loved how this podcast went down. So it didn't go how I had planned at all but I loved how real it was and how much of themselves they were. So I learned a lot during this podcast and I loved how my parents just talked about how important communication is through the entire thing. I loved how they talked about, they even communicated about it before they got married, which I think is essential. And I think it's something that not everyone remembers to talk about. They don't think it's that important, but really it is And as you all know, my dad left us on a bit of a cliffhanger. He was talking about one of the worst financial decisions they have made in their entire marriage. And then it cut off from there. So if you want to hear more about that, go on to the second part of this podcast and you can hear all about it. Again, thank you so much for joining us with the Dating Go To Guide. And we hope to see you soon.